Hey everyone, it's your girl Naya Rume, and you are now listening to Who the F is Nana? Hey everyone, and welcome back to Who the F is Nana? So in this particular episode, this is a part two of the previous episode that I dropped, which was Who the F is Spicy? And as promised, I said I was going to make it into a part two. So with further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself. So with this episode, I'm going to drop it on December 3rd, which was supposed to be the original part one EP date. So, um, you know, like I said, we're going to just warm up first and then we're going to, you know, take our time. We got to do things in increments and, you know, we're going to get right into it until we reach the top. (laughs) So, um, what are some things as far as and like I said, like I'm I'm talking and I expect the feedback. So, you know, let me know how y'all feel. All right. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Should I edit this? Oh, my God. Fuck it. So um, what are some of the things that are turned on to you? Um, as y'all know from my previous episode, I said I love hickeys. Um, I just love it. Like, it's just little passion marks. And I don't know, like, it feels good in a painful, pleasurable way. So that's just my thing. A lot of people, they don't like it because, you know, they just don't, you know, people outgrow it. But for me, I like the shit. I don't know. I like hickeys all over. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking because I low key, like, I know what I want to talk about, but I'm like still shy. So we're going to get into it. And I think I need a glass of wine. So hold on. Give me a minute. All right. So I'm back. I have my wine. I have my dim lights in the room and I have my lavender vanilla candle burning just to set the vibe right. So we're going to get straight into the first question. Like I said, I'm just freestyling. So I'm just coming up with questions and I'm going to answer it from the top of my head. So my first question will be, hmm, what should it be? What should it be? All right. So if I had the chance to, you know, marry, date or fuck three celebrities who would it be and why fyi if they were single so you know don't come at me and be like oh why she lusting over guys that's taken it's just more so based off of my type so marry (laughs) idris elba oh my god it's self-explanatory right because that english accent Oh, my God, that body, the little gray hair. I think the older I'm getting, I'm attracted to older guys, not like old sugar daddy old, but like more mature. Like, you know, I'm in my early 30s. So like guys that's like in their 40s up into like 45 ish. Like, I don't want to seem like I'm dating my granddaddy or anything like that. But I just find him so like attractive and I feel like he has like great conversations and he seems like he knows what to do and as y'all know Kay Michelle let me stop that's my girl but she was going hard with him so I know he was putting it down 
so all right that's Idris Alba for married for Dayton <laughs> Dayton 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 this is crazy because I normally like dark meat <laughs> but for some strange reason Drake Drake yeah like Drake you know a little boo thing he, he you know with the music and everything like Definitely, you know, whereas we can just explore our creativity and just vibe and, you know, maybe he can make another song about attitude on Nana, ass on whatever, you know, <laughs> and fuck. Hmm. Fuck. Who's that? All right. I have a thing for like, so fuck. Hmm. What's that rapper name? I know his name. I'm just, you know gonna like for me like he has like the like I love a guy with their own unique sense of fashion and you know he seemed like you know he know what to do like he just seemed like he's fun so those are my three it just Alba Drake and that young rapper gonna like it used to be Meek Mills but he you know Meek Mill he be you know he seemed like he's like a cool homeboy like I hook him up with a friend or whatever the case may be but those are the three um <laughs> so what is a ideal perfect date for me for me, it has to be something whereas we're having deep conversation. Like I said, in order for me to be physically stimulated, I need some sort of mental stimulation. So I need to know like if, you know, you could carry on a conversation and it doesn't necessarily have to do with just sex. It's just more so about what you're about and, you know, where you see yourself at. And, you know, we could go from there because in order for me to deal with someone, I can't just deal with them just because okay he looks good or whatever the case may be it has to be something there that I'm mentally attracted to in order for me to like you know to become one so um you know and that's why I like with Drake like he seems like he has a great head on his shoulders very articulate but of course my baby Idris Elba I'm so mad that he's married and he just popped up and oh I'm married but yeah so, um, a great date for me <laughs> would be, should I do the big one first or should I just start off like just regular shit? All right. I'll do regular shit at first. So a regular date for me, like I said, would be like, I like picnics. So like something whereas, you know, we have a nice little picnic, you know, at a nice little park and, you know, a nice spring day. And, you know, I make like little sandwiches or whatever the case may be. Bring some wine, maybe some honey or some douce, depending on how I'm feeling. But, you know, to keep the aesthetics going, I'll do the wine and like cute shit like that whereas like you know it's just us and we just having a great time with each other and just vibing out um a big date <laughs> Woo. um I would love to travel to Santorini Greece and just like explore each other and just get wild crazy <laughs> you know might have a baby but that's like for like a serious relationship like I ain't going to no grease with just anyone but that's something that I would love to do as far as like the picnic 
you know, just a spur in a moment type thing on a nice spring day and San Serena Grease, you know, with, you know, someone's future boo thing. So, um, those are the things. Um, all right, so now we covered the date part. So now we're going to get into the second question, which is what is my favorite feature of mine? And I must say, um, I love my lips. I think they're like, my lips aren't big, it's full. And it's like soft from what I heard. Well, I know it's soft because, you know, got to do the sugar scrub and all that. And I love my lips and I'm like big on lip gloss for those that know me. I know I've been, you know, doing this lip gloss shit for years. And that's like my favorite feature of mine. So what's my least favorite? Hmm. My least favorite is <laughs> I don't like my nose. I really don't. I don't know where I get this nose from. My mom, she doesn't have this nose. I don't know. I don't like my nose. But, you know, with a little contouring, you know, things could, you know. But other than that, like, I love my lips and I love everything as far as like, I love the fact that, you know, I love that I have a cute shape, even though as much as I gain weight, I still keep it together. And, you know, I've been trying to get myself back to pre-quarantine because I like to cook and I'm a foodie. So got me a little fupa that I've been, you know, doing my little waist training to kind of get back together because I plan on doing something for my birthday. I don't know where I want to go, but I feel like I work so hard that I owe myself like a nice little birthday vacation or so. So that's, you know, that's what I love. I love the fact that I have a cute shape in the era of, and there's no shade to any woman that, you know, they get their bodies on and everything, like to each his own. If that's an investment that you want and you could keep up with it, kudos to you. But I love the fact that all I need is what, two, three months to really, really go hard in the gym and have a strict diet to get to where I want to be. So, I've been a little lax, though, like as far as like working out. So I'm going to get right back into it. But, you know, you got to do shit on your own time. All right. So we covered that. Oh, and I would love <laughs> I would love. You know what? That's why I said there's no shade. Like if you want to do things for you to invest in your body, why not? Because I've been contemplating on should I get breast implants or not and I just been doing my research I've been doing my research for years now just trying to see you know what's the pros and the cons because I love the fact that I could wear like little v um like deep v cut um dresses and I don't have to worry about like my boobs like my boobs they cute and you know it sits up but at the same time like I want that full effect because it's hard like <laughs> when you gain weight and you have small tits like you got to make sure that your stomach doesn't poke out more than your chest so that's been a challenge but you know I've been I've been doing my thing all right so the third question is um huh like I said we was gonna start it off slow with you know like the little mediocre questions and then we're gonna get into some spicy things 
So the third question is, um, <laughs> look at me, all nervous and shit. The third question is, let's see, what should the third question be? What y'all think the third question should be? Hmm. The third question should be is, would I ever go to a sex party? Um, I think it would be interesting. Um, would I want to participate? Hell no. But to watch? Yeah, why not? I want to watch. Why not? You know? But to participate? Nah, I'm good. There's too much bodily fluids going on at the same time. I'm good on that. But I would love to watch just to see and, you know, be like, oh, okay, maybe coach. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so the fourth question. Hmm. Fourth question, Nana, what should the fourth question be? What y'all think the fourth question should be? Should it be a spicy, spicy question or should it be just regular? Hmm. Alright, fuck it. Um, the first time I ever gave head and how that experience was. The first time I ever gave head was with my son's father and this is a funny story right because like I said he was away so like you know he's away we used to like do our little phone sex or like you know I used to be writing my little four page stories and shit I've always been a writer and um when he came home you know we were getting into it and you know I wanted to try it you know this is something it's so crazy because I remember literally like me and my friends in high school I used to uh, be like I would never give head it's so disgusting how could you put something like that in your mouth and boys they don't even shake it off after they finish peeing like I was on it like that I don't like sweaty balls though so mm -mm. do not come to me with no sweaty balls you gotta yeah but um first time giving head was you know it was to my son's father and I was using my teeth and you know years later we was laughing about it because you know I got better at it and he was like yo like the fuck like he was feeling some type of way like wait how you got so good at this shit like wait what but <laughs> my first time I was using my teeth like you know grazing it and he was just like yo do it like this and he was really like showing me how to do it so I, you know I started doing it better but that was a funny experience and you know that was something that we used to like joke about like yo like but the crazy shit is like I was the first girl he ever gave head to so it was just like you know, first time experience for both of us, you know, young 17 year old kids. So we ain't no better. Um, the fifth question. Hmm. Um, <laughs> what should the fifth question be? Have I ever had a one night stand? No, I did not have a one night stand. Um, I remember I fucked up though, like as I mentioned in Who the F is Heartbreak, um, me and my ex-boyfriend at the time, we broke up and I cheated on him with my ex-boyfriend from Cheaters and Cheating. Now you were her damn ex-boyfriends, right? So um, the crazy shit was, <laughs> this is a crazy ass story, right? 
so with this shit was um me and my my ex-boyfriend from heartbreak who the f is heartbreak we decided to take a break at that time so you know me and my friends we went out to the city and it was like on some random shit and we hit up a lounge um her brother and um they got into a fight so we ended up getting kicked out of that lounge and then we just walked to like some regular lounge so you know while we were waiting online and the bouncers was checking our ids my ex-boyfriend from cheaters and cheating he came out of the freaking spot and i looked at my best friend at this time like yo what the fuck because we used to be like yo i think he got gps on you because he be just knowing everywhere you are like weird shit cancer shit and um i was just like what the fuck you know so you know, I'm talking to her like, yo, like, just make sure he don't be on no bullshit. She was like, I got you, I got you, whatever. So, you know, we ended up getting a table. We had our bottles and he was there with his friends and stuff. So, you know me, I like to do my little two-step. So I was doing a little two-step and one of his friends, you know, he started dancing with me. So, you know, his friend didn't know nothing because I never met this friend before. So, you know, I'm just dancing with him because it's just like whatever, like just, you know, he came behind me and we was just dancing. No crazy early 2000s dubbing and shit. Remember that? But we were dancing. So the cancer that he is, he, you know, he got up and he was looking and he was he grabbed my arm and he was just like, um, he was like, yo, your shit's still heavy. And I was just like, OK, yeah. And I was like curving him, but then after a while, the drinks. <laughs> oh my God. Was it a Patron? It had to be Patron. This is why I don't drink Patron. So, you know, I'm drunk now. And, you know, he's like, I love you and everything. And, you know, and he was like, yo, like, I know you got men, but I still want you to be mine. You know, little smooth talking shit. So, you know, my best friend at the time, she's like looking at us like, you know, like watching, like making sure. So I was just like, yeah, you know, me and my man, we took a break. And ladies, y'all never tell your ex-boyfriend that you and your current boyfriend took a break. Like, am I the only one that be having like friendships with ex-boyfriends or whatever the case may be? I don't know. But I end up like telling him like, oh, we took a break or whatever. And, you know, this nigga just kissed me. So we kissed it in the club like white people. Anyway, no shade to y'all. I love y'all. My second family, they white. So it's no shade. But <laughs> we kissed and then my homegirl, she grabbed me like, yo, Naya, um, let me get you some water. And I was like, I don't need no water. I don't need no water being a stubborn Aquarius. I'm like, I don't need no water. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And she like, nah, like sit down. Like you're not good. Like you kissing this nigga. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And now I'm getting frustrated because I don't like people to tell me what to do. So I'm like, I'm good. So, you know, I was chilling and then I went, I walked to the bathroom and for some strange reason, my ex-boyfriend, he followed behind me in this bathroom. It was just like one um, bathroom. It was like a unisex bathroom or whatever. It wasn't no bathroom stalls. And we go in a bathroom and 
we end up having sex in the fucking bathroom. Girl. So now, like, after that, like, I'm like, we in the bathroom and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, how the fuck are we going to play this shit off? So I'm like, let me just act like I was throwing up and you was helping me. So he like, I, I, so I know, you know, my best friend at the time, she was like looking for me and then she didn't see him. So she was probably like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? So we gets out the bathroom and I'm acting like I just finished throwing up. I don't know why I ain't throw up, but I was acting like I finished throwing up and I'm like, yo, I need some water. And he like, yo, let me get her some water. She good. She good. And she was like, I know she good. I know she good. But the next day when I got in a crib, I'm like, I know that shit did not happen. I know like, what the fuck, Naya? What are you doing? So, you know, I called him and I'm like, yo, like, why would you come in the bathroom with me? You know, I was drunk and everything. And he was like, yo, I love you. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you mine and everything. And I'm like, no, like, I'm just taking a break from, you know, my boyfriend. But I don't want to be with you. Like, you know, especially all the shit that me and him went through. And I was just like, why? Why would you do that? So I'm cursing him out and shit. And I was so mad at him. And, you know, I was telling him, like, delete my number and, you know, all types of shit. So (laughs) I ended up telling my then boyfriend at the time what happened when we got back together. And, you know, I was just like, yeah, cheating is definitely not for me because I would feel so fucked up, like, looking at my two eyes and just knowing that, like, I'm just, you know doing something that I'm not supposed to do that's just not me like it sounds cliche but I'm really like a good girl by nature and that shit was like eating me up inside like yo like I really did that shit so I just ended up telling him one day and he didn't really take it as well because he felt like oh you it could have been anybody but why would it be like your ex like you probably still love him and all this crazy shit so I felt like my ex-ex-boyfriend he kind of tried to sabotage that relationship and I just kind of deleted him off of everything and you know like it's you know ain't no beef or anything but it was just it was crazy you know cancer guys so um (laughs) that was one um number six huh what should number six be So number six, um, have a girl ever try to push up on me? I mean, all the time. Like, that shit is so fucking weird. Like, to each his own. I love my rainbow people. I have Judy's. I have, you know, family members that, you know, are that. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing for y'all. But that's just not my thing. But I do be flattered. Like, okay, me? Okay. But, no, I even got into a fight one time. Crazy shit. I got into a fight because this girl... She thought her girlfriend wanted me and the girlfriend was like a dyke and 
she really tried to approach me and I'm like, what? Like, no, I'm good. And she was just like, no, cause she always looking at you every time you walk in. I'm like, well, check her. Like, that's not even my thing. Like y'all do what y'all do, but that's just not my thing, you know? So that shit was weird. Um, you know, women are beautiful, but that's just not my thing. I like dick and you know, I love it. But Number seven. Number seven. Where was the most craziest place you ever had sex? The most craziest place I ever had sex. Damn, I'm kind of boring, right? Because the craziest place I ever had sex was in a car. South Street Park. South south street seaport yeah (laughs) and it was good too but that was like the craziest thing it's just about like getting dressed afterwards and all that like it's crazy so yeah that was like you know the craziest spot i've i had sex and i didn't care like if people was looking or whatever like the windows was tinted but you know I, i ain't give a fuck like you know the partner, he was like, yo, what if people could see us? But when I want it, I want it. So I ain't care. I was just like, yo, like, the fuck? You a punk bitch? Like, what's going on? So, um, yeah, um, that was, like, the craziest spot. Um, number seven? Did I say seven? I'm sorry. Um, did I say seven? Shit. I fuck it. Um, number seven. For numbers, I feel like I said seven. Damn, I don't want to stop and then listen to the whole episode just to see if I said seven. But if I ain't say seven, let me just say it again. Seven is my favorite number anyway. So, hey. So, number seven. Um, have you ever fought a female off of a guy? Um, hmm. <laughs> have I ever fought a female or for a guy? Ooh, it must have to been some good dick. But, um, or, you mean, have I ever fought the guy for cheating? Well, have I ever fought a female off of a guy? Hmm. I'm thinking because, you know, me and my son's father, it was like puppy love and, you know, we were young and, you know, the girls was on him. And some girls, they they did not like me because I was dating him, which was so weird. Like, what the fuck I got to do with, you know, you liking him and being mad at me? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know? But, um... I approached a few females before, you know, with my son's father, I did. Oh, you know what? A girl approached me one time about him, and that shit was so funny because I remember being in high school and in Boys and Girls High School, shout out to the high, class of 06. Um, in gym time, like, you know, it's a locker room, so you changing into gym. So I remember being in the locker room and it was this girl, she came up to me and I'm like, hello, like, what? Like before this COVID shit, I still needed my space. So, you know, you're too close. And I looked and she was like, you know, such and such. And I was just like, 
you know, I said his full name because she gave me his nickname. So I said his full name and I was like, yeah, why? And she was like, oh, I'm just asking. And I was just like, OK. And I rolled my eyes because that shit was so weird. So I remember seeing him because, like I mentioned, like me and him, you know, we lived around the same area. And I walked up to him and I was like, yo, keep your hoes in line. Like, don't be having nobody press me. So he thought it was funny. Like, yo, such and such the girl, she really came up to you. I was like, yeah, keep your little chicks in line. Like, I don't got time. That's like when we broke up, like in 06 and shit. And I was still mad at him or whatever, you know, first heartbreak and shit. And, you know, I literally did not speak to him. So when I approached him, it was just on some shock, like, oh, she's speaking now because I used to like really like egg him, like roll my eyes and all types of shit. So when I approached him with this shit, I don't know what he said. And I remember asking him, like, what did you say? And he act like he didn't remember the situation. But for some strange reason, she was on her best behavior after. And I don't know if it had something to do with because, you know, some of my friends seeing is, you know, you be the gym teacher's assistant and the girl was in um, my best friend T at that time, gym class or whatever the case may be. And I guess my best friend and, you know, her friends in that class was making her feel the girl feel real uncomfortable because, like I said, like, I'm no punk. But I'm not the fighting type. Like, if I have to defend myself, um, I'm going to defend myself. But my best friend at the time, she was more of, like, the fighting type. So she, like, any opportunity, she was with it. And, you know, she wanted to fight her. And I was like, nah, it's not even worth it. Like, I ain't even dealing with him no more. I just, you know, I approached him, like, make sure you get your girls in line. But any other than that, um, that was that, um, you know so crazy um number eight have you ever got heartbroken of course y'all heard me <laughs> my first heartbreak was with my son's father you know me and him we was together it was puppy love since we were like 13 and he was feeling himself when we were like 16 17 so you know you couldn't tell me like oh you know this is mine and all that but he broke my heart and I was like my first heartbreak I didn't understand it and the crazy shit about it is that we lived in the same building so it's like I'm going over a heartbreak but I had to see him every fucking day or at least like every day and it was like a constant reminder and he used to be so petty <laughs> And I used to be around my friends from, you know, around my old way. And he used to have girls like he used to just be walking around with girls. And that shit used to break me like, oh, like he really want me to react. But I'm not going to even do it. But that was my first heartbreak. And I remember I, I learned something from him. And like I always say, out of each relationship, um, I try to learn something because, you know, like I said, it's good to just self-reflect and just figure out who you are because you're not going to be the same person that you started off being, you know, in a relationship, coming out of the relationship. But I remember, like I mentioned, you know, I was so mad at him that like I literally like was ignoring him for like a whole year and a half, like seeing him. And I used to like roll my eyes or, you know, deep breath and oh boy. And, you know, 
So I remember him stopping me one day and he was just like, yo, can I talk to you? And I was just like, oh, my God, like what? And he was just like, yo, I know you still love me. And I said, no. And he was like, yes, you do. And I said, why you say that? He was like, because you still mad. And I said, what? He said, you still mad. Like if you would have been on some like smiling and oh, hey, what's up? I would have been like, damn, I lost her. But I know you still love me because every time you see me, you always like have a deep breath or sucking your teeth and, you know, rolling your eyes. So I know you still love me. And I couldn't tell him that I didn't. I was just like, what? Like he caught me off guard with that one. And I was just like, damn, like how the fuck this nigga know? Because I still did. But I was heartbroken. So it was just like I was so mad at him. But um, my second heart broke but Damn, I'm giving y'all all the tea. My second heartbreak was, hmm, I think I got heartbroken three times. So my second one has to be with um, my ex from Harlem. And it's more so because with this ex, you know, this was like my first my second real relationship after my son's father you know when we broke up during our puppy love stage back in like 06 and you know with my ex from 2007 me and him we were dating for like two years or so it's just 2009 and um you know I used to work at Macy's when I was like in my late teens so you know me and my friends from Macy's, you know, we used to get our little things and everything and end up getting in trouble. That was a lesson learned, you know, thank God, you know, it was crazy. I had to do community service and all that. But um, my ex-boyfriend at that time, you know, he ends up getting caught too. And, you know, it was crazy. Like, he was like, I love you. We gonna be together. Whole time this nigga was cheating on me. This gentleman was cheating on me. <laughs> I don't want to use the word nigga. But um, it was crazy. So, I remember, like, finding out because that's when my mom first moved out to um, Staten Island and, you know, he came out there, you know, it was during our break. And, you know, it, it was crazy because we were supposed to do Valentine's Day together. So, um, I remember before, um, you know, coming down and, you know, doing Valentine's Day, me and my best friend, T, at the time, we were taking pictures of each other, going to Walmart, getting them developed. That was like a big thing for us. And, you know, posing like we were real ones, but like we was taking pictures of each other in lingerie. So that way we could just put it in the frame for like our guys. So, um, you know, I came down there. I was so excited. Like, oh, I can't wait to see my boo. And it just seemed like love was in the air that day. And it was um, Valentine's Day 2008. Never forget. And you know, my friend, she's telling me about what her man did for her. And I just see like, you know, family members getting shit for V-Day. And I'm like, oh, I know my man, he gonna turn up. I'm just knowing. So at this time, um, you know, we were 2008. So I was like 20. And I remember he just bought a Benz 
and we were young. He just bought the Benz. I would say like New Year's of 2008. He got the Benz because he surprised me. You know, one day, you know, he was telling me he wanted to get the car or whatever. But anyway, so he got the Benz and um, he was feeling himself for the most part. Young dude, live out in Harlem. And, you know, girls was attracted to him. He looked like, um, what was that NFL player name from the Sierra video? Like a boy, Reggie Bush. He looked just like Reggie Bush. And, you know, he played football at um, a university. I'm not going to say the name because, like I said, you know, I know no shades to him. Like, you know, he actually ends up being cool now that we're older. But, um, you know, he was a football player. So, you know, from Harlem and got the bins and, you know, the girls like him, you know, dressed nice. And. I remember, you know, for V-Day, I'm just knowing like, oh, we going to do this and we going to do that, you know, everything. And I called him and I'm like, babe, like what time you picking me up? And he was like, yo, we got to change Valentine's Day into Saturday. And I'm like, what? And at that time, it was one of my sister's um, best friend's wedding on that Saturday. So I'm like, I told you that I'm going to a wedding this day. Um, how you want to say Saturday? So now I'm mad because I'm like, yo, what the fuck he doing? So me with the texting. So I'm texting him wild crazy. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So um, I remember texting him. I said, I should have cheated on you when I had the chance. And that shit pissed him the fuck off. Like, he was calling my phone. I'm not answering. And he texts me like, yo, I'm going to come out there. I'm going to check you. And I'm, you know, I'm like, whatever, whatever. But I was nervous. And, you know, I was saying, <laughs> all right, in my defense, I was saying I should have cheated on you when I had a chance. Basically saying I was turning all these dudes away because I'm telling people that I have a man giving you that respect. But yet you don't even have time for me on Valentine's Day. So now, like, I'm thinking, like, who the fuck you have time for? So, you know, I'm I'm pissed off. I'm you know, I'm upset because, you know, I'm hearing about this and that. And then to put the icing on the cake, I found out that, um, my now son's father, you know, we didn't have a kid at that time, but I found out that he had a daughter. Like, I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Oh no. Like, no. So like now I'm like, oh my God, like my first love, he had a baby and you know, my boyfriend, he's not even seeing me on V day. Like what the fuck is going on? So I was pissed off and I never forget, um, you know, my boyfriend at the time, after I said I should have cheated on you when I had the chance, he kept blowing up my phone, blowing up my phone. And I ain't answer. So I think I turned my phone off. And I remember like turning it back on the next day and I had mad messages and all that and shit. So, um, you know, it pissed me off. So I remember going to my sister friend wedding that Saturday. No, he called me Saturday morning. And he cursed me out and I was just like quiet on the phone, surprisingly. I was like quiet and he was like, yo, I think he was threatening me like, yo, shut the F up. You want to let me talk because you want to say all this. And I was just like, OK. And, you know, he was telling me like how 
you know, don't come at him like that. And I'm just like quiet and I'm not, you know, I ain't want to be extra and I ain't want my family to hear. So I was just like, all right, all right. And, you know, he cursed me out. So now like I'm at my sister wedding later on that day and I'm like, tears is coming out of my eyes and everybody like, oh, you so happy for her and everything. And I'm all playing it off like it's a beautiful thing. Yes. You know, it was a beautiful thing, but I was crying because me and my dude broke up. So I'm crying and shit and then the crazy thing about it is I ends up catching a bouquet so I'm heartbroken you got the cameraman following me because the guy gotta put the um guardiero on my thigh whatever the case may be I'm not sure if that's um what it is and I'm like heartbroken like I don't have a bed and you know the the freaking videographer and cameras and everything I was just like what the fuck is going on here but um later on that night you know he came through and you know he ended up taking me out but I was so like still like I know he's cheating on me I, I gotta do my investigation so did my investigation child remember myspace and i used to me and his pictures used to be on myspace like i had him as like my wall saver my wallpaper whatever remember how myspace was and i had our pictures up and i think fyi that's the reason why i don't like post like pictures of who i'm dating because i did it with him and then he still was cheating like my name was like his last name on it like mrs such and such and i was just going hard you know and it was crazy and the crazy shit about it is that you know even to this day like i still have a cool relationship with like his moms and everything like his mother loved me and i remember me and his pictures like we him used to take pictures and shit and you know, our picture used to be in the living room and that was something that I used to say like when me and him first started saying like, oh, I know I'm in the family. Like when my pictures start being on, you know, in the living room thing. So when my pictures was up, I was like, oh, okay. And you know, his mother could cook her ass off. So I used to love going out there. But anyway, um, I found out he cheated. Um, and I hit up the girl and it taught me a lesson because I was hitting up the girl coming to somebody as a woman. <laughs> Crazy shit. And I hit up the girl and she never responded to me. And what I learned from that was no response is a response because that shit bothered me that she didn't respond to it. And I was just like, yo, like why she's not responding I'm cursing her out telling her she a home wrecker all types of shit I was mad I was young hurt and everything and she didn't respond I don't know if he probably was just like yo don't respond to her whatever the case may be but it was it was crazy and you know young shit whereas he ends up confessing that he cheated and he called the girl and he told the girl that he loved his girl and he you know like he want to make it work but he ends up cheating on me again so it was just like niggas so you know no shade but um that was crazy so all right damn that was a lot <laughs> Maybe I should make that into a podcast episode. And he's a trainer. He um 
he has like his own gym and everything crazy and I remember hooking up um like my big bro with him like my brother from another like he needed a trainer and like I said like I'm real so like if I know somebody that's good at what they do and you know like I said we were young and you know we got besides that and you know he has a business so I hooked up you know my big bro was like yo like you could train with him like I know he's good like he he used to go hard in the gym so he has his own gym so I was just telling him like you know whatever maybe I need to see if he got discount prices but then again I don't want to talk about shit from the past you know how niggas be but um number eight <laughs> so number eight um what I turned off to me so my turn off is number one, um, if you can't hold the conversation, um, that's an automatic turn off. Like if I feel like it's not going anywhere, um, I get bored easily. Like if it's not interesting in me, then I don't even like have an explanation. I just like fall back from the shit. So when I love, I love hard. So if anyone ever experienced me loving I'm hard, just know like I be curving zoos. I really do. Not like, you know, not to be disrespectful and everything, but like just if this is not something like I'm not going to invest my time, I'm not going to waste my time. So if I feel like it's not going anywhere, then it doesn't make no sense. And, you know, continue in a conversation if I feel like we just don't mesh. Um, so that's one. Like if you can't hold the conversation um, too bad hygiene. The first thing I look at when a guy are their hands. So if you have dirty nails and yeah, I know men that have dirty nails, they work hard, but it's a time and place for everything. If we going out on a date, you know, shouldn't be dirty. Um, bad breath, um, sweaty balls, sweaty neck. Like I like a clean guy, like, you know, I like a clean guy that, you know, he's still, you know, I like, like I mentioned, like, I like my guys, um, a little hood, not hood, like on some crazy shit, but like, just, you know, like hip in a way, like, I don't know how to explain it, but still, you know, doing what they need to do. They have their priorities in order, but I need the hygiene to be up to par. Um, number nine, number nine. Hmm. What's a sexual fantasy? I told y'all we just gonna get a little, you know. A sexual fantasy of mine. Hmm. A sexual fantasy. Damn, I don't know. I mean, I was a strawberry Sunday one time. And I was fine but sticky. But, um, and... Remember back in the days, like I used to be like, oh, the anywhere video, um, one twelve, let's have sex in the shower. Sounds good, but shower sex and you know us black girls, we love to wear like our bonnets because we don't want to get our hair messed up and it's just too much work. Mm -mm, I'm good. Um, hmm, a sexual fantasy. Why am I thinking about that ludicrous song? I wanna lit 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 lick you from your head to your toes, and I wanna move to the bed. All right. Um. Damn, I really don't have one. Shit. 
I don't have a sexual fantasy. I wouldn't say threesome because I'm very like, I don't want to share my meat with anyone. Have I had one before? Once. Um, did we do everything? Absolutely not. Because no, just kiss. And, you know, it was more so, you know, experience. But mm, yeah. And I was with, um, all right, I don't have no sexual fantasy. So let's get into 10. What should 10 be, y'all? 10, hmm, 10, 10, 10. If I could live anywhere in the world, where would I move? Um, definitely LA. This is something that I've been thinking about for years. Um, this has been like a childhood goal of mine to move to like LA. It's just more so like right now, um, I'm in a process of becoming licensed. So, you know, like when you become licensed, you get to take your practice anywhere and, you know, not really anywhere. You have to get licensed in that state as well. So I just been trying to, you know, just focus on, you know, different populations, see what I want to, um, you know, foretake in for the most part and then take my talents somewhere else, um, a fresh start, something different and, um, you know, just explore, you know, broaden my horizons. And L.A. always been a thing. It's just that I'm not really fond of earthquakes and, you know, and it's nothing like snowy New York City um, weather. Well, well, when the snow first come down, because I don't like when it look all crazy afterwards. But L.A. has been really heavy on my mind. Um, I have a trip soon, so that should be interesting just to see how the vibe is out there. I know, you know, everybody is big on like, you know, looking good out there and all that, which, you know, as you should. Um, I, I thought about Atlanta. That's why I went out there just to see how the vibe was. But Atlanta for me. <laughs> it's like college all over like you gotta really be like balanced to live out there like I love it for the culture and everything but it's like party city like every day so I don't know if that would be good for me um but definitely like if you need to turn up definitely um but LA, LA seems good. It seems like, like New York is no city like the Big Apple, but being born and raised in New York City, um, I want to see what's on the West Coast. So who knows? Who knows? And um, as far as the Red Book, I know y'all been um, wondering like when I was going to release the date. Should I give y'all the release date? And that has a lot to do with like moving, like thinking about moving to L.A. because I'm still like kind of indecisive because like I said, you know, my support system is out in the East Coast. So being on the West Coast, you know, I don't know, but um, got to walk by faith and not by sight. And like I said, you know, my 30s is 
30s is the new 20s for me, you know, being that, you know, I focus on just being this mom ass mom, which I still am and just, you know, focusing on, you know, making sure my son is good, that this is my 30s is an opportunity to, you know, come into my woman and, you know, do things that I didn't really get that opportunity to do because I was just trying to figure shit out in my 20s. So, um, the date of the red book. Dun, 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 dun. Hmm. I think I should have a full episode of the red book. I'm not going to put it on who the F is spicy. So y'all going to just have to wait. And yes, I did Ryan Seacrush. Y'all asses. But um, stay tuned for that. Um, it's going to be major. Like I said, this is like my baby before having a baby and I'm sensitive about my shit so um y'all gonna have to just wait and see when I release date is like (sighs) it's gonna make me so emotional because y'all don't understand like I started this book being in a shelter 17 years old and then you know I finished it 27 so now being 33 and you know just finding my mark and you know, figuring out who the F is Nana. Um, it's an exciting feeling. Um, Well-deserved, well-earned, um, hard work, a lot of dedication, um, a lot of setbacks for major comebacks, um, a lot of prayer, um, a lot of faith, and just, you know, having good karma, just, you know, being good to others and just letting that good karma come back to me, you know, the way it is. And, you know, I'm just so appreciative and, you know, I don't know, like I, 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 I am sensitive to a sense, but at the same time, you know, I'm Aquarius. So I have like this little wall between being sensitive and just you know straight face but um I'm pretty excited and you know love life is not going as planned right now but you know I believe that my husband is probably someone who I least expect I just don't know because I'm you know just focusing on my focus and when he comes in everything would just fall in alignment because I do want to have one more kid I'm getting older and I don't know if I'm gonna have enough patience because I have a niece that's two years old and sis be messing up my shit and I'll be ready to kick her little behind out but that's my baby and you know And I want my son to have, you know, a sibling from me, you know, and I'm just, I'm ready. But like I said, I'm not rushing it. And my husband will come and, you know, I want to get married before I have another baby because I'm not popping out no two kids and just being a baby mother. I waited too long. And even with my son's father, we were engaged, planning on getting married. So no, no. So, you know, stay tuned for all that good stuff with the red book and the release date. I still don't know what to name this book. That's the crazy shit. Or maybe I do. Who knows? Y'all know me. (laughs) Y'all know. Um, It might just be called the red book. Who knows? But um, I'm gonna let y'all go because I've been on this episode with y'all for about 55 minutes close to our girl. Ain't God.
So, so next time.